Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> all right, the Santa Jester revealing his sack already as the show begins. <laughs> Let's get it started. It's Big Game Wednesday, and we got a big game indeed. The Bears, the Falcons. Listen, I don't need to sit here and blow this up anymore. It's a big game, right? And we got some big guests to break it down for you. We got our starts and sits. We got all lots of good stuff. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Boy, howdy. When the Bears and the Falcons are the game of the week, are we the fantasy show of the people or the fantasy charity of the NFL? Jesus Christ. Uh, doing people favors this week by getting the Bears and the Falcons on this one. But anyways, TSS Fantasy, it's time, guys. It's time for that playoff feel. It's that fog you're entering into. You want to know where your seeding's going to be. You want to know who you're going to be playing. And you want to know where to rank all these guys. So you're going to go on to TSSFantasy.com. You're going to check out our rankings. All of them are up to date. Everybody's got one up there. And even you even got two collabing on one as well. So you know that's double power right there. But, you know, you're going to want to go check out our rankings. You also want to hit that subscribe button and hit that notifications bell because we're bringing you tons of new content four days a week. And we got our boy Mikey Betts on the wake up show as well. So we're getting you paid as well. Getting you paid indeed. Let's also welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, speaking of getting paid, uh, you know, when you're hanging out with Justin at the Old Bay, you can uh, go to Underdog. And put down your deposit. And when you put in the special code TSS, we will double your deposit. So you will get paid when you're hanging out at the Old Bay with Justin. Gotta love that shirt. Best, never best seasoning. Old. Best. <laughs> best. It never I don't care gets what you old. say. Looks as crusty as it is. <laughs> 
I love some Obey. Though. Crusty and musty. <laughs> Let's also welcome. Just as crusty as the crabs, right? <laughs> well, we're welcome talking about into the studio, Fred the Jester, the Santa Jester Reyes. Yes. Hello, everybody. Big week in the NFL. Big week for fantasy football. Getting ready to give out some great gifts. I am so hyped for this particular week. Let's go. Let's get excited. And before we get started, speaking of all this sack and all this stuff, if you haven't been watching, let's talk about the Jester sack. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. Listen, you want that jester sack indeed for Christmas time. A signed Chris Johnson jersey. A signed Andre Reed jersey. A signed Damian Harris jersey. A signed Jamison Williams. I don't know where that is. Jersey. A signed Jerry. A signed Jerry Judy helmet. It's all there waiting for you. All you got to do is hit that subscribe button. That is why we. In fact, Nick, why do we do all these crazy things? Because we here at TSS, we do what we want, when we want, and we don't worry about anybody's opinion except for the fans. Because why, Justin? Because we are the fantasy show of the people. Freddy! Let's go. All right. We finally getting it smooth out. No one does the holidays like TSS. Let's start with some news. Well, the news came out today, a little more serious for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, you know, Doc brought it up last night. He said when he watched that injury, it looked like it could be something serious. And in, and serious it is for Dallas Goddard. It looks like he's going to miss some extended time. Um, so that's big news for the tight end. Yeah, well, four weeks, that's definitely a big deal right now when you're going in your playoff stretch. And I know as a Goddard owner in a, in a league, it's he, you know he was definitely a viable source for your tight end spot. Um, in a position that's very um, barren at this point. I had so, Goddard and Ertz. Keyword is, ha- wow. is had. had. Right, well, see, well, that brings up a good question then, Nick, since you brought it up. who? Give me somebody out there that, yeah, you're in that position. Who's somebody that you're out there on the waiver wire that you're looking at to pick up? Well, I, uh, I scraped the bottom of the barrel, and um, I came up with, with, with a good one. Uh, you, you love them from Penn State. You love him from Oregon. Now you love him as a state saint. Now you picked up Jawan Johnson because in the last three weeks, he's had three top tens with a 15, a 10, and a 10. So all you got to do is catch a ball and fall in the end zone. You get 10 points. And, and he is their legitimate tight end. Even though Taysom Hill is listed as a tight end, we all know darn well he ain't no tight end. So Jawan Johnson is your man. All right, so Nick picking up John. He got a tough matchup this week. That Rams D, they're number two against fantasy tight end, so going to be a tougher matchup. No one left. Going to have to get some the ball to somebody in New Orleans, that's for sure. All right, so Cooper Cup, I know we talked about that already, but he's going to be missing some extended time. Justin, just kick that to you real quick. Which 
which Rams receiver do you see stepping up? Is it Allen Robinson? Is it, you know, who is that guy you think is going to be the big pickup now, I guess, so to speak, in this Rams offense? <laughs> well, Allen Robinson would be the easy answer, but obviously I don't think even he wants to show up anymore. He He's one of those guys we were just talking about, Kenny Galladay, he got paid, and he's just like looking at people going, nah, 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 nah I got your money. Um, <laughs> but if ser- on a more serious note, I'm going to go after Ben Skoranek. Ben Skoronek offers a lot of what Cooper Cup already does in the offense. He was already kind of getting amped up like that with Van Jefferson being out the past couple of weeks. So while Van Jefferson is going to be a big play guy, if you're looking for somebody to actually take over the Cup role, get five to six touches a game, you know, get a certain amount of yards and possibly sneak in for that touchdown, it's going to be Ben Skoronek for you. All right. Solid news for there. Also, Matt Stafford looks like he's expected to play. So that could be a step up for any of those receivers, um, quite frankly. (laughs) Khalil Herbert um, is now, looks like, on the IR. So, again, David Montgomery becomes the main show. Uh, We know when he is the main show, David Montgomery definitely shows and proves. So we'll see um, if he steps up in this offense. Um, You know, again, a hot offense at that. So um, should be big news, though, for David Montgomery. Omer's going forward. Najee Harris looks like he's dealing with a little bit of pain which coupled with, you know, Tomlin talking about Jalen Warren getting a little more carries and stuff could be a little bit to be some big things for Jalen Warren. We'll see uh, going forward. So if you if waiver you wire right here, if, listen, right, you if heard it at TSS, <laughs> Jalen Warren, get Tomlin him. Said, Tomlin said that and then gave him the most touches this year. He actually had 20, 20 rushes for 100 yards. So. Right. So, again, who knows? Coach speak, you know, how it is. But, you know. Again. I know he caught a lot of receptions, though. I think he had like six or seven receptions out of the backfield. Warren. Right. Just something to monitor, at least for Najee Harris owners, to say the least. All right. Now, last one. The reason I, I saved this one for Fred because it's a pity on it because I know this is somebody he likes to draft a lot. David Johnson looks like he signed with the Saints. <laughs> I know it's somebody you like every year. So are you waste? I just want to know: Are you going to waste a spot for David Johnson just in case he comes off the practice? I I really can't because I'm already wasting a spot for Odell Beckham. So <laughs> I can't do players that are not playing right now. That's another guy. Out. Eventually, hopefully, he makes it a squad somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, it's still Kamara's team. I don't see David Johnson doing doing that much work. So no. All right. Well, we will have more updates on Sunday for the injuries, all your starts and sits, all that kind of good stuff. But for now, we got some we got some big time guests in. We got Brad from Unbearable Sports. We got Ladarius Brown. I apologize. He's had a bunch of things that he's from, so I didn't write them all down. So I'll let him spit it out. Let's bring our guests in for Champs or Chumps Night for Big Game Wednesday. It's funny on Brad's pick. I had to I had to take it from when uh, he just had his baby, so you could tell he's all leaning and cheesing like. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's such a nice picture. Such a it nice. Like, you, look, you look so pleasant. Like hi. Let's first welcome in Brad Wilson for talking about you. Welcome into the studio. Congratulations for talking about your newborn. Congratulations to you with that as well. Thank you so much. It's I'm glad to be back on the show. Love being on the fantasy show with the people. So thanks for having me back. And we love having you on, especially for Fantasy Feud, for sure. Let's also come <laughs> into the studio. Ladarius Brown, welcome in, my brother. Welcome, or excuse me, representing the ATL. Welcome into the studio, my friend. 
Hello, guys. What and all? How how's everybody? Hope all is well with all. We're doing well. You and like we were talking pre-show. You guys are acting way too nice, man. We it's a big. <laughs> you guys got a big game coming up this weekend to determine playoff. I mean, to determine something. So let's <laughs> so let's debate it. Let's debate this big game. It's champs or chumps time. Let's get it on. Let's get ready to rumble. Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> It's champs or chumps night. Let's get it on. Lawrence Owen, appreciate you. Feel it like he's really representing tonight because that was something we forgot to say. Make sure you hit that like button. Appreciate you, Lawrence. Appreciate you showing out. All right, let's get it on. It's champs or chumps for Bears versus Atlanta. Y'all know how the game goes. We're going champ round. This is the first round. We're going to talk about our quarterbacks. You're going to talk about your own team, so that way it's a little easier for you to get warmed up. Ladarius, I'll start with you. Give me the champ argument for Marcus Mariota this coming up Sunday. Well, well, well I guess what I'll start with is... <laughs> Already lost. Okay, go ahead. No. Yeah, but here's the thing. I get what people are talking about Marcus Mariota and his role in the offense. That's a run-first offense, and I get that. But when I look at Marcus Mariota, something that he does very well, he, he can throw the football... As a matter of fact, he's fourth in average completed air yards at 7.1 yards in the league. So it's not like he can't throw the ball. Maybe he's just not asked to do that. So you're just doing what you're just essentially asked to do. He's not asked as many quarterbacks are to do and sling it all over the field. And when I look at the Bears' defense, especially after what I – against the Lions, I feel confident. I'm not – is Mariota going to throw for 400? No, but I think he could have a very good passing game simply because I think essentially he could be due for a big passing game because he hears what we talk about. He hears that, well, he's not He's not a great quarterback. He's not going to throw. Desmond Ritter is maybe one snap away from him taking his job. He hears that. And with a guy like Marcus Mariota who has that experience, I think this is the game, if any game, where he's going to show up He's going to be, be efficient. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. And throw the football. Like I say, he can throw the ball. When he's asked to throw the ball, he's been efficient. So he's – so essentially – I defend him and say, look, I think he's going to have a pretty good game. Because, like I say, I just think he's just simply due to have a big game because, listen, he hears the Ritter talk. So I expect him to go maybe 253, maybe pushing. But I think he's going to have a sound, solid football game against the Bears defense, who's not maybe all that great pass defense-wise. Overall, they're a great defense, but if you're fighting Achilles heel, it's their pass defense. So I expect Arthur Smith to kind of create design play to get other guys who we haven't seen offensively in the passing game going this week against Chicago. Okay, we shall see about that one. All right, Brad. I mean, this one might be a little more easier case for you to make as of recent history. <laughs> Give me the the champ case for Justin Fields this Sunday. I was really tempted to just send a screenshot of his past like four games because like the mini buy the for those that don't know in between um, Washington and New England, they played on Thursday. They had a game on Monday and what they ended up doing was they changed around this offense and they said, let's run first with Justin Fields. Let's use his legs because if he gets injured, we're not making the playoffs. Let's be real here, right? Like, let's try to make it more Lamar Jackson. And because of that. It's not like they're just only running it like with QB powers all the time. He's encouraged to run. And that's where you see since then 23 points against what DVOA ranked as the number three defense in New England. 23 fantasy points next week follows it up against the number two ranked DVOA defense with 26 points. Then 41.8 against Miami, 38.7 against Detroit. And now you're going against the team that lets up the most passing yards. And this is a guy who he leads the NFL in rushing over the past five weeks. (laughs) So if he's RB one, why not? Right. Just rushing yards alone. He deserves to be a must start a absolute domination. No one's been able to stop him. And that's where I think this Atlanta defense is not going to be able to game plan for him. And no one's really been able to stop him. Miami tried to run a spy that didn't work. And um, Detroit tried to run his own defense and no spies. That didn't work either. I think that he continues to roll and gets easily a 30-plus point game uh, this week with more passing yards and also continues to run the football, especially since 44.7% of drives that Atlanta is on defense result in scores. So they're going to be putting up a lot of points and scoring and getting a lot of yards. So 
I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really Nick, excited about this offense. <laughs> Nick, what say you? How excited are you for either of these QBs? Well, I'm really excited for Justin Fields because I'm going to start him this week on my own team. And I'm less than not excited for Marcus Mariota. So uh, I am going to go with Brad and Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields is on track for over a thousand rushing yards this season. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and, and they just started running him. How funny is that? All right, let's go to round two, the chump round. We're going to talk about each the other person's team, your opponent's team. Brad, I'll go to you first. Give me the chump argument for the overall running games. They got a few running backs in that backfield for the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday. So I'll be real here. I'm not starting any of these, and there's still a handful that are available in my 12-person league. And the biggest reason is this is a crowded backfield, right? Like, I feel they'll be able to get yards against the Bears, like, but I don't, it's who do you start, right? Because ever since that Patterson came back, you have Patterson, Algier, and Huntley. Since Patterson's been back, Huntley's only had seven carries and then five carries and no receptions. You're not starting him. Then you have Algier, who had 10 carries, then eight carries, four total receptions. I ain't starting him. And then Patterson, who a lot of people say, should you start him? 13 carries, and then five carries, and only one reception in both games. Also, add in the fact that against the Chargers, who let up 5.4 yards rushing average, he got 3.4 yards rushing. Not very efficient. Panthers, 3.6 he averaged against the Panthers defense. That allows for 4.5. So coming back from the injury has not looked as great and has not put up the same amount of production. And this is playoff season, right? You want to fight for that. And that's where I'm nervous about that when you have a crowded backfield and not a lot of efficiency over the past couple of weeks since coming back. And the Bears defense, which has allowed 4.7 yards rushing since getting rid of Roquan Smith, have let up 3.3 yards average with the Dolphins and 3.1 with the Lions because the Bears defense did not like Roquan Smith in this system because he was always out of position and did not play well and was not a good fit. They put that up. So to me, I wouldn't start one of these because you're really banking on a touchdown and they've only had two touchdowns in both of the last games. So to me, that's why they're, they're my chumps this week. All right. Send in the hook to Ladarius. What are you sending back? Give me the chump argument for that. Well, it's really just one now for David Montgomery <laughs> this Sunday. Yeah. Yes, I'll just stack my paperwork here. And, well, here's the fact of the matter. The whole argument, listen, they don't have Khalil Herbert. Listen, he was second on the team in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns to that Justin Fields guy that you talked about. (laughs) So outside of David Montgomery, where – because David Montgomery can't play every offensive snap. So my question is, what's what's behind David Montgomery – because, like, to your point, you mentioned Atlanta's backfield. Listen, I'd rather have a backfield that I know I have running backs than, than not having running backs. Because, listen, I get listen, I get your point about Patterson. I get your point about Algier. I get all of that. But the fact of the matter is I'd rather have that sort of problem where I'm trying to figure out how to give out carries, how am I trying to be efficient on running the football. Atlanta's been great running the football all season. So has Chicago, but now – 
when you lose a guy like Khalil Herbert, now the rushing attack is basically down to Montgomery and Fields. So if you're Atlanta's defense, who's not been terrible, I'm not. They haven't, you know, set the world on fire with their with their run defense. Listen, they've allowed 4.4 rush yards per attempt. That's 11th in the league. So they're not terrible. So we know as a defense who to target because, hey, if Khalil Herb was playing in this game, I'd be like, okay, I'd be a little afraid because now you have the same triumvirate that we have in Atlanta with Patterson, Huntley, and Algier. But now we're essentially focusing on how do we stop David Montgomery? How do we kind of not stop Justin Field, but how do we contain Justin Field? Because you really, to your point, Brad, you, Justin Fields has been pretty good. How do we contain him? That's the key. And now we know as a defense, DMPs knows defensively, how do we stop and contain Justin Fields? Because he's essentially part of the run game. He leads the team in rushing yards and in rushing touchdowns. So how do you stop him? To me, no Khalil Herbert, I think, makes the game planning a little bit differently. So outside of David Montgomery, uh, who's the next true running back outside of David Montgomery? And I'm not trying to be facetious here, but I'm asking a legitimate question because I don't know. Yeah. So, so he's leaving an open-ended one there for, for you, Nick. Who is it going to be? Who's the running back winner for round two? Well, to answer Ladarius's question, uh, Ebner is the third string running back for the for the Bears. Uh, however, Brad, I'm going to go with Ladarius on this one just because of one one thing. Um, the Bears are terrible against the pass, and that's where uh, Cordero Patterson is is going to make his money this week. So, so for that reason, and for that reason only, I am going to go with Cordero Patterson. And a little footnote again. Montgomery can't be on the field all at the same for every play, so so he's going to have to come out. Okay, good job. All right, let's go into round three. Back to the champ round. We're talking about receivers. Ladarius, give me the champ argument for the Atlanta receivers this Sunday. Well, let's just start off. Let's start with Drake London. Let's start with Kyle Pitts. Let's start with Olamade Zacchaeus, who which I had to practice to pronounce that name, and he's been on the team for a couple of years. So I had to make sure to get it right. Now, we kind of alluded to the passing game is not the forte. But when you look at Drake London and we talk about the cushion, the separation essentially from the defender to the receiver, they're giving Drake London, he's third in average cushion, 7.6 yards. They're giving Kyle Pitts 7.3 and they're giving Zacchaeus 7.2. Now, London and Pitts... They're in the top 10 in those in that category in terms of cushion amongst receivers in the league. And Zacchaeus is in the top 15. This And it all goes back to Marcus Mariota, what they're asking him to do in the pass game. They're not asking him to set the world on fire. They're not asking him to, to make big plays. And we've seen a couple of games where Mariota can make a big throw, but that's, that's not, they're not asking him to do that on every down because that's not their style of offense. When you play within the system, you play within the structure of what you have, sometimes the pass game develops, and we've seen that from time to time. So I just kind of feel in this matchup, when I look at them facing a Bears team, who, and it's no knock on Detroit Lions fans. I don't want to start any beef in the streets with there. So it's, it's the fact of the matter is, 
I, I look at that particular matchup and go, I feel confident that we could have a chance to maybe get this passing game kind of going against a Bears team right now who defensively, in terms of I think we can we can do something. I think we may see Pitts. We may see especially London. London's the guy I feel might show up this week. It may not have seen it in terms of fantasy the last couple of weeks, but I think he shows up this week because I just think it's like with Mariota, I think they're just going to say, you know what? We may throw the ball a little bit more than possible. So give me, give me the pass again. Give me London. Give me Zacchaeus. Give me Kyle Pitts. And then to your point, Cordell Patterson, former receiver, can do things out of the backfield. So in essence, you kind of have four receivers on the field. So for the Bears, who do you cover? If you do if you do pits, you gotta worry about London. So to me, I'm confident in the receiving core against this Bears defense. Confidence in the receiving core indeed. Big shout out to our friends at Patriot Sports Radio saying a let's go. What's up? In for champs or chumps, we appreciate you. Let's go to Brad. Give me the champ argument for the receivers for the Bears this weekend. So the biggest the biggest argument is the this defensive backfield for the Atlanta Falcons have allowed the most fantasy points to receivers. And one thing that I really like about what's going on with the Bears is they're getting back Byron Pringle and also it's another week with Chase Claypool in this offense. So you have these upgrades rather than going out there with Equinemius St. Brown and another name like Ladarius had to help work on pronouncing too, Equinemius St. <laughs> Brown and, uh, and Dante Pettis, right? You don't want those guys out there. You want the better players out there with uh, Chase Claypool and with um, Byron Pringle. And what I like is they have that depth. So from a fancy perspective, I wouldn't start any of those players because they're deep, see what type of they like to kind of switch them around. And hopefully Chase Claypool gets another, you know, another week with the playbook and hopefully gets more of these snaps. But the one that I haven't talked about is the receiver, Darnell Mooney. We all know every Sunday, it seems like Mikey Betts, who gets you paid, always says, take the over on Darnell Mooney with the yards. <laughs> so he's been getting over 50 yards a game. Um, over the last seven games, he's only had one game without over 50 yards receiving, and that was in Miami with seven catches and a TD. So he's going to be doing well, and they also have a good connection with the speed and also can uh, make those grabs. So they have a deep deep receiving core that you have to keep track of but i do think that darnell mooney does go off um because of the connection that they have and just trying to feed him the ball so i do believe that darnell you're going to hear mikey Betts say over 50 <laughs> come sunday so that's why he's the champ all right well i do agree and i do like how you keep bringing up the your game with america's team because you did take that L. All right, let's go, Nick. Who wins round number three? It was okay. the refs. <laughs> okay, so I do like both arguments. Uh, I don't trust Mooney too well. I Maybe Claypool does something this week, but I do like the combination of London and Patterson better than I do Mooney and Claypool. And so I'm going to go with... Uh, 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria and I'm Mike and we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com/teamready. Ladarius on on this one. I'm going to go Atlanta. And um, Cooper, just for the sake of argument, can I just call the t- tight end to br- to uh, Brad right now? Because um, <laughs> Kyle Pitts is awful. They don't even have a tight end. So we're going to go right to round five. <laughs> oh, I got stats about him, too. Nick, it's, listen, this is your segment. So, hey. What as, was that? As they say, MVP, MVP of so Dick just calls round four. We're getting right to round five. You know what? It's the money round anyway. Let's get to it. Ladarius. I didn't want to see Ladarius struggle to make uh, Pitts look <laughs> good. I, hey, but he no. said earlier that he I worked Pitt's on gonna... notes. I yeah, he I said he's time. ready. He thinks Pitts gonna come back this week. Already. But, all right, but hey, you, you know, know what? I, if we can yield, if we yield, we'll just call the election. We'll call this round. <laughs> we'll, we'll just call. You know what? Because it makes it even to round five anyway. We're going into the money round. This is where you make your money, Ladarius. We'll just start with you. Give us the champ argument for the Falcons to win this Sunday. Well, simply put, this game is in Atlanta. While it feels that there's a Chicago Bears connection to the team, I double-checked, and I'm pretty sure it's in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. I just wanted to just double-check and be clear on that. For Atlanta, they've won three. three, Listen, they've won at home more than they've won on the road. I think in this situation, and I look at now, listen, they're contending for for a division title now. If you would have asked me that, if you would have told me at this point in the season – I would have said Ritter would have been in the game. We're just packing it in. No, I think now with this Atlanta team, there's a different mindset. There's a different perspective that, hey, we could have a shot in a division that, listen, I'm not going to say it's the greatest division in the league because it's not. I think you have, I think when you look at Arthur Smith, I think they understand the situation. They understand, hey, everyone's going to talk about Justin Fields, rightfully so. Everyone's going to talk about, well, can Atlanta, we've seen Atlanta late in games, we've seen it. But for this Falcons team, I think they go back, I think with Mariota. I, and I think when I look at Mariota, and I just, I just sense that he's going to have a solid football game. If this game was in Chicago, I'd be scared. But if it's at home, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Because of the fact we, we've won at home, we, we've done great at home. And quite frankly, I feel that I'm, I'm not in the must-win business, but to keep pace with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we have to win this game. I feel that I, – I believe we're favored to win this game. I believe that there's confidence. I think it's a different, renewed sense of mindset. 
because of the fact that we're not just playing to lose anymore, we're actually trying to play to win. We're actually trying to win. We could win the division. We could host the playoff game. That is a very real possibility. It could be a very real possibility. So I think I look at this matchup with the Bears. I, I like our chances. I love I love whatever Darius is smoking tonight. He thinking Atlanta's gonna host a playoff game. I'm coming hanging out with you tonight. <laughs> Let's go, Brad. What you got? What's uh? Tell me why the Bears are gonna win this Sunday. It, it's this offense, and it's it's like the first time in my life as a Bears fan that I can point to the offense and say this is the reason why we'll win. Um, but I I look at the last games that we had: thirty three points, twenty nine points, thirty five points, thirty one. I mean, uh, thirty two points and thirty. Uh, points I think that the Bears easily score over 30 points um, this game and I just don't see Atlanta being able to put up 30 I'll even actually just double check to see I don't think that they have all season and they haven't um, so I think that or it once against the the Panthers so that's where I just I don't think they would be this is the Bears want to have a shootout I don't think that Atlanta is going to be able to keep up with that and I think Atlanta's feisty but I think overall, this offense can score, just flat out score. And that's where I think ultimately they end up winning. But another thing, too, is that they talk about this Indianapolis Colts defense. If you've ever talked to someone who was a Colts fan last year, this Eberflus defense, they always said it's good against bad quarterbacks, but it's bad against good quarterbacks. (laughs) So Mariota... We talked about this. Mariota's not a great quarterback out there. I think he has some troubles with this zone defense because that's what it's built for is to kind of exploit someone who's not as seasoned as a, like, two and the Mike McDaniel offense looked really good. But then um, also I don't have all the different games, but, it, like, Aaron Rodgers was able to pick it apart. But you look at Mac Jones, not a good quarterback, couldn't do anything against this defense. So I think overall – they end up, uh, I think that the Bears end up scoring 30-plus and end up just flat-out outscoring um, the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, that certainly could be the case. Nick, what say you ever? Who wins, champs or chumps, tonight? Okay, well, you both pose great arguments. Uh, now, here, here's my analysis. Um, because Atlanta is 24th against the quarterback, 23rd against the running back, 32nd against the wide receiver, 22nd against the tight end, and they have a 32nd ranked play caller. Uh, I am going to go against, I'm going to go against Ladarius, and I'm going to go for Brad because, because the Bears actually have a quarterback, not, not a dead arm Mariota. So I'm going to go the Chicago Bears. Oh, goodness me. Oh, my. Ladarius, can you believe what these guys did to you tonight? Unreal, Nick. Can't believe you plotted against your boy here. No, I'm just kidding. Congratulations, Brad. You are tonight's winner. Ladarius, my friend, he came in tonight. You definitely brought in some great arguments. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to be an Atlanta fan and make the arguments you made. And they were done very well. But unfortunately, you're tonight's loser. So you take home the award. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. 
Great. And how do you put a Chick-fil-A in, in in a new stadium and they're not even open on ga- game days? Tell me that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. There's a Chick-fil-A in it? Yeah, there is take solace in knowing that you're one game out of first place. That's it. The land is still Thank in you. it. And, and to Nick's point, I, I'm personally going to have to talk to Arthur Blank about that because that's it ain't right. And Talon Flanders is upset about it. All yeah. right, Brad, well, you're yeah. the winner tonight. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff, my friend. Yeah, you can find me at Unbearable Sport on Twitter, and you can search for the Unbearable Sports Podcast everywhere you get your podcast. We're on YouTube. We usually go live Thursday nights for previews, and then um, after the game at 8 o'clock. So just search Unbearable Sports, and you'll find us there. Awesome. Make sure you go follow and subscribe, guys. Ladarius, where can we follow and subscribe and get all your great content, my friend? Absolutely. You can follow me on the Twitter at Ladarius underscore. You can follow me on TikTok as well. I do game previews, and I have have one up, in fact, for the Thursday night game for the Titans and the Packers. That's up on both the Twitter and the TikTok. Uh, You can find my work on SportsKita. I am the senior analyst of the NFL over at SportsKita. I write for belly up i write for you know, women's sports i i have a lot of hats and not a hat rack so he writes he writes he writes go follow subscribe <laughs> get all these guys great content for the rest of the season we appreciate you guys coming in tonight it's going to be a great game for our game of the week that's for sure all right we're going to get going now send you guys off and we are going to do our starts of the week appreciate you guys again coming in Let's go around the room. We're going to go with core quarterbacks this week. Justin, what say you? Who's your starting quarterback this week? Dak Prescott. So the Vikings have allowed 18 points per game. And Dak, while he looked not so great last week on the TV, has uh, put up back-to-back QB1 weeks ever since coming back from injury. So, uh, you know, you got to be excited. If you have Dak, he's going to give you 20 points regardless of the two interceptions that he's going to throw. Um, so yeah, I, if I can get a quarterback to throw two interceptions and still give me 20 plus points, I'm still going to be happy with that day. And I think against the Vikings, he's going to do another performance. So you like deck. That's for sure. All right. What say you, Nick, who is your QB this week? <laughs> Justin Fields. We just spoke about him right now. He's number four ranked quarterback on the year. He's averages 21 points per game. Uh, in his last two weeks, he scored 40 plus points points uh in his last five games he's ranked eight five five one and one and played atlanta that we just spoke about they're 16th against the quarterbacks and 17th against the 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 running backs so i'm going to attribute that to uh field success so i'm going to go with justin fields all right fred what say you who's your qb star of the week Oh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones just came off 153.3 passer rating against the Houston uh, Texans. He's going to play a, a weak team again in the Detroit Lions. That's another must-win game for the Giants. He hasn't thrown an interception in six games. Start Daniel Jones. Points with feet and arm. My start of the week is let's ride. It's Russell Wilson. They are playing Las Vegas Raiders, who are 31st against fantasy QBs. If this guy doesn't have a good fantasy game this week, 
I'm then I don't know what else to say. All right, Nick, let's say you. We'll start with running backs with you. Give us your start of run, start of the week at running back. Okay, so uh, this week I'm going to go with Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, last week he scored 14 points versus Philly. Uh, they were 25th against the run with, uh, and they averaged they gave it 20 points per game. Now he's playing Houston, and Houston is just like a giant uh, tunnel. You can just run right right over Houston. So uh, right now, the I would go with with Brian Johnson over Antonio Gibson. Uh, he's getting more more ground touches. All right, sounds good, Fred. Let's say you. I do disagree a little, Nick, because I do think PPR wise, Antonio Gibson is going to have a better day. But Fred, let's say you. Who's your star at running back this week? Uh, Cordero Patterson, even though he's half receiver, half running back. Um, he, we thought he was going to come back, take a little bit of time off, uh, but he came back healthy, looked good for 44 to the touchdown. Yes, he played Carolina, didn't have a big day. I think he gets back on track this week. I really like him against the uh, uh, oh, let's see how... Justin, who's your starter running back? Isaiah Pacheco. So he's finally taken over this backfield. 58% of the snap share last week. His highest, 82 yards, 16 carries, also season highs for this guy. Um, this guy has just been kind of slowly rising in uh, Kansas City. And guess what? They got the Chargers this week, who are terrible against the run. So I'm going to go with this being Isaiah Pacheco's first big breakout week. Nice. I'm going Devin Singletary. I actually called him out a few times on Twitter on Sunday. So I know, I know a few guys got gave, me a, gave us TSS a good shout-out for that. Um, but the fact of the matter is, I was talking about Josh Allen's injury. Hello, it makes more sense. They might run the football a little more. And hello, our boy Fred called it out. It's gonna call. There's might be snow. Gonna be snowing up there. So you got a you got a snow game. You got a QB that's not as 100 percent healthy. They're gonna run the ball a little bit more. I like Devin Singletary this week. And again, Cleveland 31st against the run. Yes, Justin. Did you see Josh Allen throw the ball though? That man does not care about his injury. He is still going to throw it 70 yards downfield. He does not give three fucks about his injury. <laughs> well, again, it's a blizzard, my friend. So he's not going to be throwing 70 yards downfield if it's a blizzard, for sure. That's a big All right, let's, let's get into the receivers. Fred, we'll start with you. or Give me your start of the week at receiver. Alan Lazard, I uh, know Christian Washington on the rise, but he's still averaging 14.3 yards per reception. And uh, every other game he has a good one. Last game wasn't too strong. He had 45 yards. And before that, he had 87 and a touchdown. And it's been going like that all season. So I'll definitely start Alan Lazard. Justin, we're your start receiver. Uh, T. Higgins, three games in the top 24. I think he finally gets into that top 12 this week. He's been getting seven-plus targets a game without Jer- Jamar Chase in sight. And, you know, they got to get him going against this Pittsburgh offense if they want to have a chance. So I think uh, Tegan's is essential this week. Yeah, I like that. And they're not not very good uh, against fantasy receivers, so not too shabby. Nick, what say you at receiver? Okay, uh, I believe I crossed you up, and uh, I'll take the L on that that one. So uh, I put in Sutton for the, for the flops. So I'm going to go Boyd. I'm going to go the I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Ty, Tyler Boyd uh, as my start. He, he's had two top uh, top tens this season. Uh, in his last three three games, he scored twenty one and, and a half, nine point eight, and four. But he's going up against Pittsburgh defense, and they are twenty fourth against the pass uh, against wide receivers, and they give up twenty eight points per game. So I am going to go with Tyler Boyd. 
All right, I'm going to go with Josh Palmer this week again with the injuries. Um, I don't know if they are starting or they're not, but I think if Keenan Allen goes, I still think it's even better for Josh Palmer. So the focus is not necessarily all on him. Again, Casey's uh, defense, we've talked about it, um, you know, 28th against fantasy receivers. And again, you're going to have to throw to keep up with them. So he's a good play this week. All right, let's go to tight end. Justin, who's your tight end this week? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Um, Stack and Dalton Schultz with Dak Prescott, three straight tight end, one week, 82% uh, snap share, highest since he came back from the PCL injury. Um, and he just gets three plus more points on average with Dak than he does without Dak. So, uh, yeah, I am smashing the Dalton Schultz button this week. Nick, what button are you smashing? For which position? Tight end. I'm sorry. Oh, tight end. Uh, I'm going to go Greg Greg Dulcich. Now, normally I wouldn't go with a receiver from, from Denver because uh, Russell Wilson is, is just so so terrible. But uh, he is – Greg Dulcich is highly, tar- highly targeted, and he's going up against the Ravens uh, – Raiders, excuse me. And the Raiders are 28th against tight ends, and they do give up 12.2 points per game. Dulcich uh, gets you three to nine targets per game. Friend, who's your tight end of the week? George Kittle. Uh, uh, not including last game, where he only had one uh, reception for 21 yards. The two games before that, he did have a touchdown in both games. One game he had 98 yards, uh, six receptions, and then 40 yards on three receptions. There's just 10 points each, easily and standard. So I'll definitely ride with Kittle. He's going against Arizona defense that isn't looking too great. I got Cole Komet, one of the hottest tight ends in the league right now. Guess what? Atlanta dead last against fantasy tight ends. Give me Cole Komet all day long. All right, uh, uh, let's go to Nick on defense. Who's your star of the week? Uh, I'm going home this week, and I'm going to pick the Birds because they're playing the Colts. Uh, The Eagles are second against the quarterbacks, 18th against running backs, Eighth against wide receivers, and now they're a little PO'd because because they dropped a big fart, a big turd uh, last game. So they're gonna get back on on the right track. And plus, that I'm not buying the Jeff Saturday magic. I I think I think his I think his uh, his honeymoon is already over. Fred, who you like in defense this week? I think the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Cooper Cup is hurt. Uh, the running backs ain't looking too shabby. Stafford is not a hundred percent. Uh, I think it's a good time to play the Saints right now, especially at home. Justin, what say you? Um, so I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, plus three turnover, turnover differential. Kenny Pickett, since entering the league, has the most interceptions of any quarterback. And they are allowing the eighth fewest passing yards to opposing quarterbacks. I think uh, Bengals are going to have a good day. All right. I like it. All right. Let's move on. We got to get on to our flops of the week. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Oh, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops, make a kick rock. It's the big clock. 
forgot to mention my started defense was the Commanders against the failing Houston Texans. All right, Nick, go ahead and start with your QB flop of the week. Oh, I am going to go with Derek Carr. This this car is, has been parked in the garage the whole week, I'm um, sorry, the whole season, and it's not not coming out. They're going up against the number one defense against the quarterbacks in the Denver Broncos. Uh, he just he just he's had a terrible season. Uh, he's been overbilled and underproduced. Uh, I would keep Carr in the garage. Fred QB. I'm gonna say Kirk Cousins. He struggled for the most part against the Buffalo Bills until Jefferson. Uh, basically saved his day. Uh, Dallas's defense is just as tough. I don't, and I just think he just doesn't show up in big games. So I, I'm going to sit cousins this week. Justin, who is your floppy QB? Zach Wilson. Uh, last time he played the Patriots, he completed only 48% of the passes. He had his best game, but he also had three interceptions. I have Derek Carr playing the Broncos number one defense. And I guess apparently Nick did too. So I'm a dumbass. All right. Let's go right back. <laughs> I, was play the yelling, I was yelling at everybody in a text message about paying attention, and then I didn't pay attention to my damn self. All right, let's go on to running back. We'll start with you, Fred. Who's your flop at uh, running back this week? I know Connor looked good last week, but he's going against a stout 49ers defense that just owns running backs. Like, uh, they've been holding backs the whole season. I, I just don't trust it. Let them throw the ball, air it out, sit Connor. All right, Justin, what say you? Jamal Williams, currently sick, and he's had two weeks where he's had 10 and 11 points. This guy's supposed to be the lead back in Detroit. It's slowly going back to DeAndre Swift, but I think with the sickness, it might go a little bit faster this week. No, totally agree. Nick, what say you? Funny you mention that because my sit is DeAndre Swift because because, (laughs) – he doesn't get get it when it counts going in the end zone. Every every time they go in the goal, goal line, here comes Jamal Williams. And then last week, uh, it w- it was reported that he had a blow up with with his position co- coaches because because he's pissed because he's not getting the ball. So uh, I am also going to say sit DeAndre Swift. And plus that they're going up against the the Giants defense and they're seventh against running backs. I actually put Joe Mixon, not to say to sit him, obviously, but just temper expectations this week. The one oh, yeah. strength of this Steelers defense is against the run. They are 10th against fantasy running backs, so temper expectations for Joe Mixon this week. All right, let's go to receiver. Justin, we'll start with you. Give me your uh, flop there. Uh, Jacoby Myers. So, oddly enough, Jacoby Myers had his best game against the Jets, but he wasn't drowning in the sauce. And this week, he's going to get the sauce. After that performance, he's going to get some sauce. And I just don't like it. Last week, last time they played, sauce held Kendrick Bourne to negative two yards. Get the hell out of here. Uh, temper expectations, as Coop would say, on Jacoby Myers this week. Nick? I'd be more impressed if, if he held uh, Justin Jefferson. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to say sit Terry McLaurin this week. I think he's going to be a flop. Nope. He had a breakout game last week, and I know he's playing Houston – this week, but traditionally this season, wide receivers do not do well because they don't have to because they just keep running the ball. So he's not going to get a lot of volume this week. So like Cooper says, temper expectations. He may fall in the end zone, but then again, he just may not. I definitely didn't invent that phrase. Uh, Fred, what say you? I'm going to go with Michael Pittman. The last four games, 58, 53, 22, 53 yards respectively. In standard league, sit him. PPR, yes, he gets some catches, 6, 7, 3, 7, but he has Darius Slay covering him 
the whole game since there is no really other wide receiver. So Darius Darius Slay's a monster sit Michael Pittman. All right, we still got to talk about Thursday night game. So real quick, just go around, Robin. Real quick, who'd you pick for your tight end flop? Justin, who you got? Uh, Trey McBride. First game against one of the best defenses against tight ends. Sorry, it's going to be a good waiver wire pickup, but not this week. Nick? Dawson Knox, four feet of snow equals run game. Exactly. Fred, what say you? <laughs> Tyler Higby, the Saints are not that good, but the defense can't stop the tight end. That's his strength. All right. All right, cool. You can check out uh, the rest of our starts and sits. The rest of this week, we'll be playing on of our banners, of course, for the rest of our show. You check that out. But we got to talk about the Thursday night game because that's really, I guess, more of the bigger game. Let's talk about our big game. Unfortunately, I got the weekly breakdown, but let's talk about our breakdown. Breakdown! All righty, our game, big game breakdown. This is the big Thursday night game. This is a good – I'm really kind of excited for this Thursday night. It's going to be an interesting game, to say the least. Titans against the Packers. The Titans actually lead the overall series 7-6. to six. Um, Last time they played was 2020. The Packers won 40-14, to 14, impressively enough. Um, the Titans, again, on defense, they are 29th against fantasy QBs. Ninth against running backs, 29th versus receivers, and 20th against the tight end. Green Bay, 6th versus quarterbacks, 17th versus running backs, 10th versus receiver, and 7th versus the tight end. The Packers are favored by 3, and the over-under is 42. Justin, give me guys you like and don't like, and give me your winner, and watch the clock. Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to go with the winner first. Let's go with the Packers. Uh, like me some Rogers. Don't like Tannehill. Um, I'm 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 on the opposite ends as far as like uh you know the Traylon Burks and Christian Watson thing too. Don't don't put Traylon Burks till he's proven anything. Uh, Christian Watson, throw him in a low end flex. You should be fine. I mean, if he has a Claypool like season the rest of the year, you're great. And then the last guy I'm gonna throw out there is Robert Tunyon. Uh, you know you said it, twentieth against tight ends. Throw him out there. He lo- Packers and Rodgers love Tunyon, so they're going to treat him well in the red zone this week. Yeah, Titans very susceptible to the pass. I actually have Alan Lazard in a league, and I have some other receivers. And I, you know, I had him immediately, immediately on the bench, but now I'm like, oh god, do I put him in there? They're just so unpredictable, though. Who he's going to throw to? That's what scares me so much about it. Nick, give me your uh, guys you like and don't like in your pick this week. Uh, well, I like. I don't like Karen Rodgers. Uh, you know, we, we said a couple weeks ago, oh, he's got to have a great game against Detroit. If he doesn't do a, do a big against Detroit, you know, he should just quit. Well, you know what? He sucked against Detroit. So he should just, just quit. Um, the, the Did thing okay that, against Dallas. Yeah. Did okay exactly. against Dallas. Okay. So anyway, um, I believe more in Derrick Henry than I do the combined of Dylan and Jones. And I think – uh, underrated Mike Vrabel is a much, much better coach than Matt LaFleur. I think he's going to put together a, a defensive game plan, even though they're, with, they're, they're without five key starters. Uh, six and three going into Green, Green Bay, they will come out seven and three. I like Mike Vrabel as a coach. I agree with you there. Um, but, yeah, no, I uh, don't agree with the rest of it. Fred, what say you? Guys you like, don't like, who's your winner? I like the Packers. Uh, I think they're going to win at home. Um, I, I, I like Rodgers. I like Lazard. Uh, of course, we like Derrick Henry. He's still going to run the ball. 
Uh, reason I'm picking them is because everybody counting out the Packers, if they get in the six or seven seed, which is still in the thick of the hunt and wild cards, I think this is the time for them to show that they can pull it off. And uh, I think they're going to win over a couple of wins. All right. I do agree with you as well. That makes Nick our lone wolf. You get the hell finally. I don't know if you've been the lone wolf yet. Usually not on the Sunday show. He's a lone wolf on Thursday um, this week. I just, I like, um, you know, again, talking about the Bucks in the same respect. Maybe last week for the Packers was that squeaky wheel that got grease for this offense. I like coming in and give it this matchup with the Titans defense. Not really that great against QBs or receivers. So Aaron Rodgers, another big game in Lambeau Field. Watch out, Green Bay getting a little bit of momentum heading for this playoff. So I do like them this week. All right, guys, well, we're going to be heading out for this time. It's our TJIF show. Unfortunately, no Nick since he's going to be on a cruise, but Fred's going to be here in his absence, so we do appreciate that. We're going to have Fantasy Feud for you, our Ultimate DFFs lineups. We're going to have lots of great stuff, and then don't forget to wake up with us on Sunday. Set your lineups with us. So we do appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button. You want to get that Jester sack, and we... I still can't get over that. And we are out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.